This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. 93-7 The Ticket veteran and Bill Callahan fan club president, Jake Bakovic. I love Billy. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. Happy Wednesday to everybody out there. I'm Jake Bakovin alongside Eric Strickland, the Husker Hall of Famer and longtime NBA vet. And this is On the Block. You can catch us Monday through Friday from 4 to 6. Uh, very excited. Tomorrow, by the way, uh, we are going to be out at Double Eagle Golf. At least I will. Strick will still be uh, tuning in from his home back in Florida until he makes his uh, new home here in Lincoln. Then I'm sure uh, you'll uh, spend plenty of time at Double Eagle Golf, actually. Uh, it's inside the Kinetic Sports Complex. If you want to come join us over there on West O Street uh, behind Red Fox Steakhouse um, from 3 to 6 p.m., we'll be out there. We're going to have a long drive contest on the golf simulators, five different golf simulator bays to play on, the most in town by far, a full bar with drink specials tomorrow. Tomorrow, awesome prizes for stopping by, and food will be available from Soulful uh, Cocina. So that's kind of cool. The actual address there is 150 Southwest 14th Place. So uh, make some plans for that if you have the opportunity. It might be another rainy day in Lincoln, as it has been the last couple of days. So you can't go golf outside. Might as well go inside to golf. No better way than that to do it than that. Have you have you uh, done too much inside golfing uh, in your past, Strick? Have you tried out the uh, the, the kind of uh, simulators in golf over? the last few years no i haven't had a chance to do that um but i think they're pretty cool you know you get a chance to play different courses all over the world you know some some of the p pga courses that they play on and uh, i'm sure that that would be pretty fun i mean i've got a chance to play some of them like tpc sawgrass and and a few of them but yeah i think it's pretty cool man to be able to just go out there and hit it against the wall and yeah Looks like it's going down. The simulators are pretty cool. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to try it out. I haven't done it yet myself, so I'm really looking forward to double eagle golf tomorrow. Um, hopefully, uh, it, you know my normal golf game is awful, so that's going to be. Uh, uh, hopefully, it can kind of help that a little bit. At least I won't have to walk as much on on the golf on the balls that I hit way off in the wrong right. way, or you know go swim for the golf ball I hit into the water. So uh, all of that will uh, will make it a little bit better of an experience. Uh, also, uh, some other news over the last hour that I wanted to mention. Colin Kaepernick, who last played in 2016, obviously, uh, is scheduled to work out this week for the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, according to Adam Schefter. So, um, you know, it's been kind of talked about. We know he's been trying to get a look from an NFL team. Um, I find it kind of odd to, to start there in the NFL right after having that much wear on you. I mean, you can't. Uh, those are the best guys in the league. But for what it's worth, when he left, he had a, you know a decent stats that he put up with. Obviously, went to the Super Bowl at one time with the 49ers. Looked like maybe that part of his career was past him. But uh, now trying to make a comeback. Um, I, I I mean I, I'm not. I'll be. I'll say I'll be, I'm kind of cheering for him. I think it'd be a cool story. But it seems like a long shot. He's had a lot of. He's, he's had multiple workouts, so it's not that he hasn't had opportunity. I think even a couple of people were 
were uh, possibly going to bring him in. And then he, I guess, turned it down. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not a big Colin Kaepernick fan, so to, so to speak, but, you know, if he makes it, you know, then that means he's deserving. If, if uh, somebody thinks that he can uh, provide for them some backup, I mean, there's not many quarterbacks out there right now. So, I mean, if you need a backup quarterback, I'm sure Cleveland is, is, is on the hunt right now yeah. being that, you know, Deshaun Watson, they, they don't know kind of what's going to happen with that. And then, uh, you know, the Baker Mayfield situation is probably past its time. So uh, there's not many out there that you can just kind of go and get. And, you know, maybe he's, he's a he's a backup role there that fits. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, I mean, for what it's worth, you're right. I mean, he did work out. I think it was 2018. Again, he, he stopped playing in 2016. I think in like 2018, he worked out with Seattle. And Coach Carroll said, you know, that, that guy's an NFL starter, but then didn't sign him. So I don't really know what that necessarily means. And, uh, you know, it's it's you can look good in your workout videos, and, and everybody basically does. I mean, you don't put together a workout video with all your worst passes. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I still think he's kind of an uphill battle there. Kind of interesting for Vegas to, to kind of get into it again. We often bring yeah. it up here, especially on the block, is, um, you know, they I, I feel like they need less distractions. And that's kind of what goes along with Kaepernick, regardless of, you know, what you feel about his activism or any of that. Um, it is an, it is a, kind of a side talk that's going to be going on outside of even the sports realm. Uh, and then there's the bigger fact that he hasn't played in you know, six years now. That's, I mean, that that's a lot to ask out of, you know, a, a position that gets a lot of money, uh, a lot of is expected on um, to play at the highest level. So, I, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of, you know, as it was with when he was kind of seemingly blackballed from the league or whatever, um, there's a lot of kind of backups that, you know, may not have his natural talent or anything like that. But again, it, it you know, if you're, if you're looking for a backup, um, you want somebody that you feel comfortable with, with, but that's not going to kind of start things. And I also remember a few months ago, it was like Kaepernick had admitted that he was going to come in to be a backup. And it was like, well, yeah, I mean, you're not going to, I mean, like that was, I thought that was the goal all along. So there might be a little bit of an ego thing to deal with there too. Uh, we have uh, Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald uh, set to join us here in about 15 minutes. So we'll catch up on that. A few Huskers actually departing, entering the transfer portal today. So uh, that'll be interesting to catch up and see what that's all about. Also, the Big Ten Baseball Tournament uh, was set to start today and rain got in the way. So postponed. Uh, obviously, Nebraska not in either way, um, but uh you know, that's that's kind of interesting as it's going on right up there in Omaha. Um, I did want to get to this too. Um, the the bussin' bull uh, is a, is a new concept uh, over the last few months, I believe, that started with the you know um, Will Compton and Taylor Wan in their podcast. They've they've got the bussin' with the boys podcast. Obviously, Taylor Wan used to play for Michigan. Will Compton used to play for Nebraska. It's very popular, and they've they've been here. We, if you remember, they talked to Casey Thompson. They talked to uh, Garrett Nelson, and, and you know, kind of did their whole thing with Scott Frost, Eric Shenander. Uh, they did the same thing with Jim Harbaugh and some of the guys up there at Michigan, and they're trying to put together a trophy for Nebraska and Michigan based on the bus and make it the Bussin Bowl. Um, do you like that that idea? If, to me, it, it is at least kind of organic and, and kind of makes sense. At the same time, it's a little silly to me for a Nebraska-Michigan rivalry, which has, has a very obvious, 
you know, trophy or battle that you could have over 1997. But more importantly, you know, there's two of the, the top teams in college football history. Kind of gets into what you feel about the trophy games altogether. Nebraska's got, um, of course, the, the Freedom Trophy with uh, Wisconsin, the Heroes Trophy, which was established first against Iowa, and then the unofficial $5 Bits of Broken Chair Trophy with Minnesota, uh, which is my favorite. And that's why I kind of bring it up is that I think that, you know, if it kind of organically happens, Sometimes you're more likely to like those those trophy games than others, but more a, a lot of people are just don't want, are, are just tired of too many Big Ten trophy games to begin with. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them. I think I, I don't think you do it if you stay in the East West scenarios, but why why would it not hurt if you kind of go to a a non um, division situation? It, then you could probably do something like that, add a little bit of value to the game. Uh, I wouldn't do it if it's outside your pod. I mean, if, if, if it's in, it's, I think you create them if they're in your pod, if you're going to go yeah. non-divisional, you create them in your pod and then you do them within your, your division possibly. But I, I don't, I don't know about cross. I understand what they're trying to do. I just don't, I don't see a cross division uh, type of situation working or, or outside of a pod just yeah. what makes sense to me. Well, it's kind of funny as we get into this pod discussion, as the years go by, is that going to be part of uh, uh, expansion and stuff like that? Is that Nebraska is going to play three opponents every year or whatever it is, and then, you know, every once in a while they'll just change their pod? You know, I, I don't know. It's going to be weird and in, 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 in something that we all have to adjust to uh, for Nebraska football and in the conferences altogether. It's almost like if you're going to have – three opponents year in and year out that you're going to play out often. Um, and the idea is three, five, five again, is that you have the three opponents that you play year in and year out. And then you have a group of five opponents uh, within the big 10, whatever that may be, you know, Rutgers, Michigan, Ohio state, uh, Northwestern, Purdue, whatever, and then flip it the next year and play uh, on the other group of five. So that's the whole idea behind it. But it just feels like if you're going to, you know, and I know that is from within a, a conference uh, standpoint. So all these conferences are um, kind of putting that together. But um, if that if of all the conference goes to po- go to pod systems, it's almost like, man, let's just make one giant league and have three opponents that you play every year and then try to. F- I mean, it would be a mess to find different scheduling. But if I'm being honest and I wanted to start a pod for Nebraska and you told me to pick three opponents, uh, I don't think they'd all contain Big Ten teams. You don't think they would contain Big Ten teams? I mean, if you, if you, in the ideal world, if if I had to play three opponents year in and year out, I wouldn't choose three Big Ten teams. I might choose one. Well, I mean, I, I don't see how that would work if if you're in the Big Ten. <laughs> but I understand right. your your sentiment on it. I mean, then who would that be? I don't know. I I, I mean, I think it, again, all of it has to kind of work together. Um, who and, would your three be in an ideal world where only Nebraska mattered? I, I think I'd probably have Oklahoma. Um, I mean, but then you got to kind of think about: Do you want wins or do you want primary matchups? But I, if I'm, I mean, I would just choose like Nebraska's top uh, rivalries. I probably have like Oklahoma, Colorado, and. and Iowa seems to be developing uh, fairly nicely. So, I mean, you know, uh, games that you can go to within reach and, and historically feel fun for every year. Um, you know, I think that would be fun. But again, those are on three different conferences and one of them's moving right. conferences. So I mean, they've all moved conferences. Right. So it's kind of confusing how, how it's going. But within the Big Ten, I'm interested to see what they do and, and how much um, kind of Nebraska has a say in it uh, and how much the, the idea of equal scheduling has a say in it because – Again, from that standpoint, I think Nebraska fans would want Wisconsin and Iowa, 
Um, but do you want the the load up on the third one? Do you want the third one to be Michigan State or Minnesota or something? Or are you going to like try to get Northwestern or one of the lower ranked teams to make sure you get a win year in and year out? I mean, I, I think you would probably everybody would probably want to have maybe two of those. You want to have at least a couple of them that um, are going to be games that are going to raise your RPIs, right? There's going to raise your, your rankings to be able to secure higher and better bowls or, or anything like that. So if you're going to have three and, and I would look at it, it would probably be either Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa, or worst case scenario, Michigan state, Wisconsin, and Iowa is how I would probably like it to be. I think those, the styles of football fit, um, for good matchups for Nebraska in that, in that sense. But, um, hmm, yeah, I, I just don't know, man. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know if it's even capable of working. I like, I actually like a three, five, five system to, to be honest, but it's, it's a tricky thing, man. And it's a lot of discussions. I'm sure that's outside of my pay grade and, and <laughs> the way that I, I, you know, I envision it, but you know, those, that's what those eighties get paid the big bucks for is to try to, figure out a system that works and you know obviously somebody's always going to feel they're going to get shafted in it <laughs> so yeah. so other teams are going to try to create and keep whatever rivalries that are big big games big money games big opportunity games for them i i.e your ohio state michigan they're probably not going to want to be outside of each other's pod they're going to want to maintain that and so yeah it's 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 a tricky thing it's something that's I'm sure in the works, I'm sure there's conversations going on uh, consistently. They're trying to probably figure it out sooner than later. To even, so. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what you guys think. If they do go to this three, five, five system, again, we're throwing around words like pods at three, five, five. Some of it's kind of newer to the college football fans uh, ear, but the, again, the basic idea is that you'd play three teams year in and year out, like you do with your, your standard divisions right now. So if you had to pick three teams within the Big Ten, let us know what they would be. Uh, 402-464-5685 on the Sardarham and Tech line. You can also call in Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. The same number there. Because um, I'm just interested to see people's strategies. I think back in... Back in the day when Nebraska was at the top, you know, just load them up and play, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State or something like that. But these days, you know, it, you know, some of those games make more sense for travel and, uh, you know, just kind of the rivalries that have developed. I'm going to miss uh, the Big Ten West um, if it, it looks like its days are numbered. Uh, it's kind of got its own identity. It doesn't win the Big Ten championship for what it's worth, and maybe that's part of the problem. Um, but uh, it might be fun to kind of mix it up with the Big Ten East teams a little bit more. So, again, let us know what you think. Uh, on the Sardar Heyman text line there, um, because I think that that's where they're headed. Are you are you going to miss the divisions, or do you like kind of the idea of having the two top teams playing? Um, I I I still I'm not against it. I'm I'm still okay with it. I I think the divisions are fine, but I'm okay with it if they switch it and go to a a, a system that it, it's the two best teams that face off. I understand why. Uh, they want to probably keep it that way in, in the division system. I understand that. So uh, I don't I don't have a dog in that that fight either way. I, I think I'm just okay with uh, just good competition, good games, and strength of the conference and whatever makes that happen. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm personally going to miss divisions, and maybe it's just because that's what I, I'm used to. Obviously, if you're from the Big Eight days, you didn't have divisions. There wasn't enough 
teams really too and so you're basically you know with modern day at least the sec the big eight would be half of what the sec will be here in a couple of years um but you know i, I grew up with the big 12 north and uh for a while the legends division now the big 10 west and uh, it wasn't always the best division in the conference uh and and rarely was it to be honest with you the big 12 north was often dominated by the big 12 south and the same goes for the big 10 west obviously uh, against the big 10 east and the idea of course is to make it more equalized scheduling um, as you would you would be able to play more teams more often. Again, Nebraska's going to play Indiana for the third time in the Big Ten uh, this upcoming year. They've been in the conference since 2012, uh, 2011, excuse me. So that's a long time. And, and because it's Indiana, I don't think too many fans care too much. Um, but if you think about it, you know, if that was uh, Wisconsin and you kind of still had the uh, legends and leaders divisions and Wisconsin was the crossover opponent that you never faced, Nebraska fans wouldn't like that because they wanted to play with Wisconsin. Although, given yeah. the results, um, I'm not sure they really would. Uh, Froff says, uh, uh, and Lincoln says, uh, Iowa, Northwestern, and Wisconsin would be his uh, choices. I think that that's pro. I mean, I, you know. Wait, I what was that? Iowa what? Wisconsin and, and Northwestern. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that that's more probable than anything as far as, as I see it. I think that makes the most sense. Um, but again, before that's without, you know, doing everybody's crossovers, but I think that one's going to make a lot of sense. Uh, Derek says, uh, keep divisions best opportunity for us to win and play Oklahoma every year. That would be awesome. Yes. I would love to uh, a yearly matchup with Oklahoma, um, or Colorado. I, I mean, I, I don't really care. You know, Oklahoma is obviously the biggest rivalry, and I understand how difficult that would be. A permanent crossover with them would be awesome. Um, but if it, yeah. the Colorado matchups has been fun, if you got going with Missouri or even Iowa State, uh, obviously, you know, for the Big 12 South, the Texas, is the, the Oklahoma State's from back in the Big 8. Um, I just love to see Nebraska keep going in that direction. Um, but I would love to see Oklahoma every year, too. Um, Somebody off the text line says would have to go 16 and 366 would play all 15 other teams. Um, that that is the one problem with the 355 uh, idea is that you're only playing eight conference games. Um, so that's kind of why I think we're waiting to see what what uh, the Big Ten does with their TV contract because the, with nine games, um, you know that obviously gives the TV uh, side of it a little bit more to bargain with. So um, we'll see if if they will be down for a 355. But I wouldn't mind adding a few teams to the Big Ten and going 366. Ohio Husker says Iowa, Minnesota in Northwestern. Uh, so getting Wisconsin out of there. Um, so that's kind of interesting. And I think Minnesota's, I think between those four teams, um, that's kind of who it will be. Uh, still somewhat regionally based with the, the Big Ten West, but, you know, Nebraska's <laughs> doesn't have the, isn't, doesn't have too many close games with anybody. But in any case, those are closer than anything. Um, so, yeah, it's just, a, it's, it's interesting to kind of see how it plays out. I think. Between those four teams, once it once it comes out, there'll be you know three of those four teams will be in there, um, and certainly Iowa. I think that's the biggest one to protect for uh, the upcoming change in the conference uh, and what that looks like. I'm 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 interested. I'm fascinated, but again, I'll miss the Big Ten West. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break here on the block. Uh, when we come back, it is time for Evan Bland weekly appearance here of the Omaha World Herald. Again, uh, kind of interesting things going down with the Husker baseball program today. Few more departures into the transfer portal. So we'll ask him what that stuff sort of stuff means. We'll also kind of break down some of this Husker football stuff with him next as well. Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald will join us on the block coming up next. Next. 